All right, everyone, welcome back to another episode of The Search. Special episode coming to you from Melbourne. Our guest today has lived a hell of a life. After growing up as a ward of the state and street kid, she wound up living through Melbourne's notorious gangland wars of the late 1990s, which saw her husband at the time, Carl Williams, sentenced to life in prison, where he was killed by a fellow inmate. She's no stranger to the spotlight, with the tabloid media, media seemingly following her every move, a mother of five and a full-time carer to a younger son, Please welcome to the search, Roberta Williams. Hey. How are you, Roberta? Good. How are you going? Yeah. Look, obviously, me, a large portion of my fan base know who you are, know who Carl Williams is. Yeah. But can we approach this for the people that don't? Who, who, who are you? Where did you grow up? I grew up in the streets of Frankston. Mm-hmm. Which is a suburb here in Melbourne. Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. Um, which is kind of really rough sort of area. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, grew up there, lived on the streets there, was abandoned by my mum at nine years old. Really? My dad was killed in a truck accident by a careless driver on the road when I was eight months old. Mm -hmm. So she kind of just let her partners abuse me from two years old, physically abuse me. Um, When I was nine, she virtually just kicked me out on the street and left me to fend for myself. So from nine till eleven, I just lived, slept at the beach, on trains. I befriended people or junkies that had babies because I love kids, and looked after their babies in return for a roof over my head. Mm -hmm. When I was eleven, I started roaming the streets, punching on, getting in trouble, and that's how I landed in trouble with the police and became a ward of the state because no one came to court or anything for me. So they just made me a ward of the state. Fucking hell. So from nine. From nine, yeah. That's crazy. All right, lads, listen, before we get started, today's episode is brought to you by Manscaped, the Lawnmower 4.0. I'm telling you, I promise you, this is the this is the body clipper I use. It's waterproof. Look, it's got a light on it, right? It's wireless charging. It, I just keep it in the shower. It's a mad body clipper. I shave my chest, I shave my head. Why not? Why not? It shaves everything, right? It's really reliable, one wireless charger, it comes on a mad stand, right? Plugs in a USB charger, one wireless charger, sit it up on the shower, I promise you, two weeks. It's just a mad, reliable body clipper. You can get it for your partner, if you're a woman out there, get it for your partner. He'll love it, I promise you, he'll love it. Anyway, I've got a code for you, code SPANIAN, 20% off. When you go on their website, order the Lawnmower 4.0, get the whole package, code SPANIAN, 20% off, I promise you, you'll love it. Oge. So, like so then you... Straight into girls' homes? I went into a Lambie first, which is from 11 to 14 or yeah. 16. That was back then, a kid's home. So yeah. you're like from newborn babies to your 14. Mm-hmm. And um, then when I was in there, I was fighting and doing stuff. So they moved me to a place called Win Layton, mm-hmm. which is for 16 to 18-year-olds. Yeah. And um, it was a bit hectic in there for me because there was older girls in there. They were a bit bullish. Um, you know, yeah. it was a bit intimidating for me and I'd never had to kind of face that. Yeah. And um, I felt the same first time going to boys' homes. When, as, when you're that age, the slight change in age is a big difference. It is. Like I, th- I remember being a 15-year-old boy with 17-year-old boys, and they're like monsters. Yeah, they're like men, whereas you're still the little kids. Yeah, Yeah, it would have been like that, eh? I I was like that, and they... um, um, 
I, when I was in Alambi, I remember one stage, my mum came for the first time to a meeting and I thought she was coming to take me with her. Yeah, yeah. So I was all happy and... But later I was to find out she only came to sign a paper to leave me there. Oh, no way. And it was like watching a movie standing at the gate watching her walk away and it was like... Well, how old were you then? I was 11. 11. Then. So that was a good two years after she, yeah, she yeah. ditched you. Yeah. And I thought to myself, how can you leave me here? Yeah, fucking hell. How can you just walk away and not even care yeah. that I'm... You know, being a mum myself now, I reflect back on things and mm. I think when my children were nine years old, my God, they were wrapped and tucked yeah. in bed and cuddled it's and kissed good night. Nine years old, yeah. They're my babies still and mm. they're adults. Yeah. And I just can't even fathom the fact that a mother could do that to her child or her yeah. children. Yeah, of course. Um, let alone allow her partners to physically abuse me as well and her think yeah, that's, that's okay. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and after that point, so you seen her, what, was she just fully gone then? Gone, gone. Like fully gone? Fully Not gone. even like show up? No, no, no. So then I was 16 and I ended up in a hostel in Windsor, which yeah. is a suburb out of Melbourne. Um, when I was 16, I landed there. When I was 17, they virtually threw me out of there. <laughs> And um, then I ended up getting my first flat on my own and I had no furniture, I had nothing and I thought I was the queen because I had my own place finally. And I went to the Salvos and I got a bed and that was like my God, you know, because I had never had anything in my life. So When's this this like early 90s, late 80s? Early 80s. Early 80s, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because I had my... I fell pregnant with my son at 17. Yeah. So I had my son at 17, December the 30th, 1986. Yep, yep. And I always... 1986. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, and I always say that's the first time I knew what love was when I held that little boy in my arms and and looked in his eyes and thought, this little guy needs me to love him and care for him. Yeah. And I looked at him and I thought... I would die for you. How could a parent give their child up when this little baby needs me? So my life was devoted to him. Mm. And even though I was a child, I often laugh with my children and say, it was funny because I taught him how to use the microwave. When he was 18 months old, he'd pop his bottle in and turn the microwave on. And people (laughs) might think that's a shit go, but... No. <laughs> I was a young mum. Yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> I didn't even know how to make a bottle at that stage yeah. when I had him. Um, I didn't even know that you had to put water in the bottle, then the formula. Oh, yeah. Had no one to help me. Oh, I still don't know. And, oh, yeah, <laughs> and, and it was like, and then when he was 18 months old, I was a young kid. I'd never had a life, so I was still, mm. you know. And But I knew I had to love this little boy. Yeah. And I know that in my heart I can go through life knowing that my children will never, never, ever doubt that they are loved. Yeah, yeah. So at this point in your life, 17 years old, you got a place, Melbourne, got a kid. What are you doing to survive? I was selling drugs. Selling drugs, yep. yeah. And was that the majority of the time growing nah, up? So, Is- yeah, yeah, yep. kind of. So I was selling drugs and... Um, Somebody actually lagged me to the police about Back it. And heroin? No, 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 speed. 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 Right, yep. And um, so somebody lags me to the police 
and they actually raided my house and my little boy was 18 months old. He was behind the door. When they kicked the door in, the door hit him in the face and knocked him out and they wouldn't even let me run to my son. And he's bleeding and screaming and um, the police obviously hated my guts up there. Yeah. And um, my baby was there bleeding and I'm on the ground being arrested and taken away. And I never even knew what went on with my son. So I went to jail for three months. And um, my sister... No, no, no way. So my children have never... I've never dealt with DHS. I've never had any dealings with them. My children... My son went to my sister... Mm -hmm. Um, and, yeah, I've never, ever had DHS knock at my door, come yeah. to my house, nothing. Um, and I'm quite proud of that because yeah, yeah. of everything we've endured. Yeah, I think. For, for everything that I imagine that you've been yeah. through, for, no, no, to, no. to be able to say that. No, <laughs> never, ever. So um, they, um, I was in jail for three months and being young, my big sister had already been in jail. Mm. She was really tough and everyone looked up to her, so... Yeah. Everyone looked after me in there. But then I met some older girls in there and um, when I got out, they got me to throw gear over the wall in a tennis ball. This adult jail now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're talking about Fairley Women's Prison that's closed down now. So now you're throwing drops over. So I'm throwing gear over the wall. Well, they heard us on the telephone talking about doing this. So as I came to the park next to the jail to throw the gear over the wall... There was three screws, prison officers, sitting there waiting. Well, I'd thrown it. Then they were there and tried to grab me. So I ran one of them over (laughs) to get away from them. And then obviously they knew who I was. So I was arrested again later on and copped a big sentence for that. And then years later when I entered the women's prison at Deer Park... A prison officer limped up to me and said, oh, long time no see. And it was the prison officer I ran over. over. (laughs) Yeah, he was nice to me, but anyways. So, yeah, I kind of felt pressured into that situation, being young, knowing that I was probably going to have a few more stints in jail. you got to do what you got to do to, you know. solid for him. Yeah, doing a solid to make sure that you're doing the right thing to, you know. Yeah, 100%. And the last thing I wanted to... B was some shitman, you know, not yeah. doing the right thing by them in jail, as you would probably 100%, understand. 100%, yeah. Yeah. So, like, obviously leading up to your story with Carl Williams, which turned into the Under, Underbelly series, yeah. which is obviously the major part of this whole story. Yeah. Um, you were in a relate abusive marriage for 10 years. Yeah. Can you tell me a bit about that? Yep, so that was my first husband. I yep. had three children, Tim, my three older children. Oh, well, yep. my two older children that he brought my son up. Yep. He was an amazing dad, fantastic. This is in your 20s? Yeah, my yep. 20s. Mm-hmm. So I met him when my son was close to one years old. Yep. And um, he raised him. He was absolutely amazing with the kids. Oh, good. Yeah. He was a great worker. He worked. He was raised in an amazing family. Mm-hmm. But he used to drink and he'd become abusive. And then I decided after close to 10 years that I've got to get out of here. And um, I left there and um, Carl and I got together 
Mm-hmm. When I left my first husband, I left with my children and the clothes on their back and my car. I had yeah. nothing again. And you knew Carl was just one of the lads in the area? Carl used to sell gear to us, you know. Oh, right. We yeah. were all mixed in the same crowd. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and um, he actually came into business with me. We started a kids' clothing business. We used to manufacture, manufacture oh, kids' really? clothes, yeah. yeah. And um, so he came in business with me. He kind of funded it. Was that part of the underbelly story? No, uh, no, yeah, I was no, thinking I didn't no, know that. I no. watched that series. I yeah, no, 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 no. So yeah, we um um I was living in a in a flat in yep. North Melbourne. We had no beds, no fridge, no nothing. It was just me and the three kids. Mm-hmm. Slept on the floor. Eventually, I got bits and pieces, built up a home for my kids. Got the business going. We're making good money, and um, then. Carl and I were together. We, um, I fell pregnant with Dakota. Mm-hmm. And when Dakota was six weeks old, I, Carl and I got arrested at a shopping centre for um, ecstasy pills. Yeah. Um, and that's, that was the major part of what he'd done. He was a, a, pu- a pill producer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seller, yeah. yeah. And um, so they arrested us. Yeah. Um, and now that all the corruptions come out, it's like they arrested me to put yeah. pressure on him. I just had a newborn baby. She was six weeks old. Yeah. I was still breastfeeding. You know, they knew I would have been freaking out because I'd never left my kids before. Yeah. Traumatised my eldest daughter because she felt she had to mother the younger kids because I wasn't there and she didn't want anyone near her baby brothers and sisters. Mm-hmm. And she's still traumatised by that now, which is really sad because her mental health is really bad from that. Yeah. So, you know, the effects on what they do, they don't realise that they're affecting children in some sense too, um, which then comes out in their elder life, you know? I Um, I know this might be just the norm to you, so it doesn't stand out, but, like, take into account the people listening from a complete different world. Yeah. So what was life like at that time with Carl Williams... Knowing that no matter how loving and like normal that life is to you and you just say, this is just my family home, it's my kids, this and that. But Carl Williams being the type of man that would hide in a bush and jump out and shoot you in the head, like so he's he's, he's like a a man that you don't want to mess with. What's life like at that time? Is it frantic? Is it it like... Is, is, is your whole life nerve-wracking? No, like, it's not. I've, I'd never say... Because I know I've, to you, like, it's normal. Yeah, like, yeah, Imagine yeah. other people. Other people. Like, if they meet Carl Williams, they'd be like, fuck wow, me, yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Um, I was never nervous. Yeah. I was never scared. I always say to people, they can only kill you once. Yeah. Once you're dead, you're dead. Mm. Um, you can't live your life in fear. Yeah. I had to raise my children in the most normal situation I could and I never ever wanted them to feel afraid Mm. I always cooked dinner for them I always put them to bed at the same time we always got up in the morning we played the same music on the way to school and sang and danced and mucked around so you're creating the normality the the normality that I never had Mm. I never wanted my children to know any different than normality yeah but being with Carl, you know, it was good because you wouldn't line up at nightclubs. You wouldn't – you'd get in everywhere. Yeah. You would be treated as royalty. Uh-huh. That's what I was sort of implying too. You know, There's a status to it. Yeah. Depending on who he is. Or, yeah, and it's cool. I also you, helped, that was cool then. Yeah, I you know? could imagine. 
Yeah. How close like that that show, right? How close do you, is it to the, to the reality? How far off do you think your character was pathetic. in that pathetic? Absolutely pathetic. Yeah. So the way I looked at it was like they reverse roles. The Morans were the way they made us look. Yeah. And they made them look like they were the normal ones. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yep. like if you looked at my children, you wouldn't think they were my children after watching that show. Mm. Like my kids work. They've never been in trouble, my girls. Yep. Only my son, my eldest son's been in trouble. He was on drugs. Yeah, yeah. He's now a reformed drug addict. He's now training to help drug addicted people. Yeah, He's doing really, really amazing. Well, That's the story of every family, every family. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. I mean, people have often said um, in articles, oh, her kid's like that because she's a criminal. Hang on, yeah. sorry. The Prime Minister's, Bob Hawke's daughter was a heroin addict. Yeah. Does that mean he's a bad, he was yeah. a bad guy? No. Anyone's kid can be a druggie. Yeah, 100%. You know, you can't choose the path of your children. Yeah. You can love them. You can guide them and you can give them the best in schooling, as I did my children. I put them all through private school. But you can't chase them around with a stick as they're adults and hit them every time they do wrong. Mm. They're adults. Yeah. You can only guide them to the age they get to yeah. until they can't be guided yeah, anymore. 100%. You know, sure. they've got to learn themselves in that, you know. Yeah. What, what it's like in, the, in that time... Obviously, the, the gangland wars that went on. I see all those other lads in the in those shows, those other characters as really scary people. Yeah. Was and, and I know that you said you can't live your life in fear. Yeah. Was was there ever? You had to be careful about where you went, what you done. Or you just didn't give a fuck. Not scary. Not I can scary. tell you, you just honestly. Because yeah. obviously, we we just we just not from the show. No, nah, weak, yeah. weak weak people. Yeah, weak. I mean, to get Carl and lure him to a park. And hit him on the head with a stick and then shoot him. Yeah. That's a weak cunt. Mm. Excuse the language. Yeah. But why don't you grab him face on and punch on with him? Mm. Don't sneak up and do shit like that and pretend you're his friend. Yeah, yeah. That's the weak. Oh, is that what they That's the weak goes mate. they yeah, did. Is that yeah. how it went? Yeah. So they didn't come face to face. Yeah. Whereas Carl would call you to a meeting and talk to you. Mm. Carl wouldn't come sneak up behind your back and do something. Yeah. If he was going to do something, he'd do it to your face. Mm. Um, you know, yeah. it, it just shit goes like that. Mm. That you know, so weak people that I never feared. You know, I, I was not afraid of them at all. Yeah, not yeah. one bit. Yeah, I bashed Jason Moran's wife at the school because she called me a scumbag. <laughs> you know, they yeah. thought they were high society. Yeah, I'm trash from the gutter. Virtually, I was raised in the gutter. Bought myself up. Um, they thought they were grouse and whatever. Um, they looked down at me. She was calling out, calling me scum one day. I jumped out the car because I thought, I can't take this shit anymore. Yeah. She hit me with her umbrella. I caved her head in, left her in the gutter where she belonged, yeah. got in my car, rang Carl and said, Carl, better be aware, I think drama's coming. Yeah. So he called the boys, all the boys came to my house. Yeah, yeah. He said, get home with the baby as quick as you can because Coda was in the car. Yeah. I got home, no retaliation at all. Yeah. If that was you. me, oh my God, Carl yeah. would have been at their house before I got home. Oh really, yeah. <laughs> Carl would have turned it on yeah. if one person dare touched me yeah. or one of my kids. 
Carl yeah. would have turned it on full on. Yeah, that's mine. No one would have dared touch me. Yeah. Or my kids or anything like that. Yeah, hectic. The circuit, like, it's, it even says here, I don't know if you want to talk about it, but um, the circumstances in him dying in jail, um, how, how do you think it's possible that, that those circumstances occurred knowing what they, what they knew? Like, set up, of course. Set up. And you have that... Of course, yeah. I, I know for a fact yeah. it was set up. Yeah. Yeah, it was set up, of course. Yeah. It had to be. I mean, and you've he, got... wasn't he... Look, I don't know exactly. That's why I'm, I'm like, I mean, Ari, wasn't he like left there for a long amount of time? Yeah. Was it before? Yeah. 42 minutes. 42 minutes. So you've got the highest profile prisoner, not in the state, in yeah. the country. Yeah. In the highest secure so this prison. So is, this is like Supermax. Yeah. Your version of yeah. Supermax down so here. So yeah. you've got the highest secure prisoner in the state, in the country, yeah. sorry. They've, they've yeah. already said that. Mm. In the highest secure prison in the state... 24-7 CCTV cameras, mm. and he's murdered and left for 42 minutes? Yeah. Come on, it's not. We're Just, not yeah, yeah, yeah. rocket scientists to 100%. believe that someone was paid. Yeah. And, and that's, an, you know, snuck up behind him and done that shit. Why didn't you fight him? Yeah, yeah you know? 100%. I agree with you there. You know, fight somebody. Yeah. I'm one to stand face to face and, you know, people don't like me because I'm, I'm forward. If I've got something with you, I'll come and tell you. Mm -hmm. You're annoying me. You're pissing me off. You're, you're doing the wrong thing or, or something like that. Not bullshit behind your back, come up and hit you behind, you know, Yeah. or do something like that. Mm. Yeah, 100%. You know. What were the coppers like back in those days? Like, were the coppers like savage? No. They weren't? They just wanted money. We, oh, really? <laughs> we get this impression that the coppers, like, back then were bad murderers. They're bad men. Scum. They're scum. scum. Weak, yeah. weak people. They came into Carl in a cell once, and it's funny as anything. Carl said two of them came up to him and one, you know, said to him, you know, Carl, pay us 20000 a month and got the green light. And Carl goes, see your mate there? Your chances of sucking him off are more chances of me paying, paying you. you off. Oh, yeah? Get the fuck out of here. Really? <laughs> and that's what he yeah. said. And from then on, they hated his guts. No, I'll And him that on. was the copper who actually arrested us the day in the car park. Oh, no way. Yeah. And then he got arrested for corruption and drug dealing himself. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Fucking hell. Good old Wayne Strawn. Is that his name? Yeah. Wayne Strawn. <laughs> yeah. He'd have been smug there standing yeah. there that Thinking day. Yeah, he was smart, yeah. yeah. <laughs> How dramatically did your life change after that, after that show? After I could imagine. It would have been like Crazy. introduced into a whole other world. Yeah, that's all these when... people are interested in you. Yeah, that you're yeah. like, you would never talk to you otherwise. Yeah, and, and it's like you're coming up, you want a photo, you want an autograph, I'm eating dinner with my children and yep. they're coming up wanting a photo and my eldest daughter's very forward yep. and she once said to people when we were eating in a place called Luxor King in Flemington, mm. it's a really nice place we all go, and she said, excuse me, we're eating our dinner, we're here as a family, yeah. give my mum some time. You know, and... These are people who, like you said, wouldn't ordinarily even give me two minutes. Of course not. <laughs> if I was the next person yeah, to walk yeah. past in the street, but all of a sudden, Roberta Williams is a big name because yeah. I've been, you know, portrayed on a show. Yeah. And then 
you get people who stand around and swear and curse and carry on because I'm in the vicinity of them. Trying to impress you. That's how they think I am. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I'm so far from that person who played me, yeah. although a certain person in my life says, Shut your mouth, Roberta. You're starting to sound like um, <laughs> Cat Stewart. And we oh, laugh. That's her name, the actress. Yeah. Cat Stewart, and yeah. we laugh. But I watched it because I wanted to watch what other people were seeing. Yeah. I didn't let my children watch it. They watched it when they were older. Yeah. But I was throwing things at the TV, going psycho. They were all laughing at me, my friends, when I was sitting oh, you with were me. <laughs> I was dirty ass. Yeah. So angry. Yeah. Because I thought, look at how they're portraying me with my children. Yeah. She was calling her daughter a slut now. Yeah. Well, oh, I, I wonder why in that circumstance with the person who planned to make that show, did they didn't even tell you that they were planning to make it? No. Because you think the normal way was they'd, they'd ask you if you if like what your thoughts are about it and if you were down for it, they'd get someone to sit with you to learn your yeah. bit. Sort of like they'd done with the movie Chopper yeah. and they sat with him and, and they got his character down pat. Yeah. But did you notice in the um, show Fat Tony, the character changed a little? Did it? Because she sat with me. I met her. And oh, really? she said, I can't play Roberta like that. Oh, yeah. Because I've met her now and I know what she's like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I can't play her like that. Oh, so did it change? Yeah, yeah. 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 No, it changed, completely yeah. changed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's mad. Yeah. You know, you said um, the people, I don't know if this applies to you as well, but the people that you didn't know all of a sudden, oh, yeah, like trying. What about the people that you did know? Now that you're <laughs> like, was it the opposite in a way? Were they dirty? No, they're no, like, they you're not even that to person. Up my ass oh, so, so they were the bad. same? Oh, like <laughs> when I'm in the paper or when I'm on TV or something, my phone rings flat out. Yeah. And I look at it and think, I haven't talked to you for two months. Yeah, yeah. But today I'm in the paper and you want to talk to me? Yeah. De- um, decline the call. Yeah. Why would I talk to them? Yeah. You know, you want to know somebody who's somebody? I'm a nobody. In my eyes, yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, but yeah, then yeah. I'm Nothing's like changed in your world. Yeah, nothing. Yeah, so I, what's the difference in the I'm behavior? a mum, yeah. I say. I'm a mum. My first and foremost priority is being a mum yeah. and a grandma. Yeah. I've got the most amazing little grandson. Oh, yeah, you're a grandma. Oh, my yeah. God. He is the light of my life. Yeah, nice. He is four years old. He's like he's 20 years old. Yeah. And I just love him with every piece of me. Sorry, and whose son is that? That's my daughter Brianna's Your daughter Brianna's yeah. son. Yeah, nice. And from when he was born, she's let me love him in any way I wanted to love him, you know? Yeah. He's just like he's mine. Yeah. But she's the most amazing mother with him. And I look at her sometimes and cry and she says, you taught me how to be a mum. Yeah. She's just doing what I did and yeah. I don't see myself like that. But she's just the most amazing mother that... You know, mm. and he's just our world. Yeah, heck he yeah. lights the whole room up when he walks in. Yeah. So your days, like nowadays, you're not a psycho that's still in and out of jail. No, 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 no. <laughs> Haven't been in jail for a while. No, not twenty years. <laughs> yeah. It's been twenty something years. Yeah. yeah, mad. How does your days? What's what's normal today? So I've got a little boy with autism. Yep. He's non-verbal. He's got global developmental delay, which means he's four years behind his age. Mm-hmm. Um, I do a lot of charity work, which yep. people don't know about because, you know, they don't want to put anything nice about me yeah, anywhere. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I 
haven't done much charity work since COVID, but mm. yeah, so my day is filled with caring for my son, seeing my grandson yeah. nearly every day. I haven't seen him for a little while because my daughter moved and um, I haven't seen him for a couple of days. Yeah. But um, yeah, so my day is very full because my son is 24 7 care. Yeah, I could imagine, yeah. He doesn't sleep great. He. Um, he needs constant care, mm. like he needs toileting, he needs showering, he yeah, needs yeah. feeding, he needs changing, he needs constant care. Yeah, fucking hell. Yeah, so it's very full on. Yeah. So you wrote a book too? Yeah, I wrote a book. Yeah. It was called Roberta Williams, My Life. Yep. And um, yeah, I just wrote about from my childhood, um, what the things my mum did to me. Like she used to try and drown me in the bath when I was about six years old. Fuck me dead. Um, she tried to pour nail polish in my eyes once. Um, she did some really horrible things. She used to whip me with a jug cord. I can still remember the pain and the marks on my legs and arms. Um, and then I went into, you know, how I lived on the street. And then um, when I had my children and then um, married to Carl. Yeah. And then it ends with when I had my little boy. Yeah. Yeah, but it was interesting writing because I didn't have to do any research. It was all in my head. It's all in your head, yeah. The man who wrote it was really shocked because he said everyone he's wrote a book with, they've had to go away and do research. He goes, you know, you've got a great memory and you've just talked it, you know. Sounds like fucking my, my, how, exactly how my book went yeah. down. I had a bloke sit there and he yeah. goes, so tell me your life. And I just went... Brruh. Yeah, because you do. Yeah. Because you're not talking shit, are yeah, you? Yeah, that's right. You're yeah. telling the truth. Yeah. So... I always say, you know, a bullshitter needs to remember their lies yeah, and yeah. bullshit, and a lot of them don't. Yeah. So we've remembered all this because it's stuck in our heads. Yeah. So it just rolls off because you live that life. Yeah. So, yeah, my book, people actually said that my book was like I was sitting on their shoulder reading it to them. They loved it. They yeah. thought it was amazing. But that was quite some time ago, and people often – uh, message me now and say, Roberta, I want to buy your book. Where can I get it? Yeah, I was about to ask you that. Yeah, and a lot of people buy it on eBay. A lot yeah. of people sell it secondhand because... Yeah. Um, stop production. Stop production. Yeah. I mean, if there was a lot of ask for it, I'm assuming yeah. they would produce it again. But yeah. it was one of the top sellers. It sold a lot, lot of books. Yeah, nice. Um, it was a really good book. It was very therapeutic for me to do that. Yeah to talk about, you know, my life and the shit I had endured yeah. as a child, um, what I'd been yeah, through. Um, very therapeutic. But, um, yeah, it was really good, yeah, really man. good. Um, but in water? saying yeah. that, um, my children never knew that my, my first husband wasn't my son's father. Mm -hmm. And my daughter actually went into my office one day and read the... You know, before you do your yep. book, you've got the, the draft. The draft. Yep, yep. And she went in there and seen that. Seen that. Mm. And she was a mess oh, no because way. she never knew. And I believe that you shouldn't tell children if a child can't absorb something, yep. understand it, and expel it, they shouldn't know it. And I didn't think my children had to know that because they weren't at an age to understand. Yeah. So she was quite horrified at that, which broke my heart mm. because she didn't know. And then I had to explain that to yeah. a little girl who yeah. 
couldn't comprehend it. She was just angry. Who was how old at that age? She was, I think, 12. Yeah. Um, maybe 12. Mm. Um, 14, maybe. Yeah. 14. Yeah. Yeah, and she just couldn't comprehend it. Yeah. So it, that was very, very hard for me as a mum yeah. to do that because it broke my heart that I had hurt my child when I was so amazing to my children, mm. like I was everything to them and yeah. to have to endure that killed me inside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was one of the most painful things as a mum mm. that I ever had to do other than telling them that Carl had been murdered. Yeah. And you would have had that um, in your mind when you were speaking your book today. You think, oh, fuck, I'm going to have to say things. That yeah. Um, I held back on a couple of things yeah. I didn't put in. Yeah. Um, I didn't feel they had to endure the pain of that. Mm. But I just put that in because I thought people know that my son isn't my first husband's son. That's not their business, yeah, yeah. but it is my life. Yeah. It's my life, yeah. and I was honest. Yeah, so and it's not—it's not too serious anyway. And who it cares? Is, I mean, I've had people say, "Oh, the sluts had kids to four different fathers." All my brothers and sisters are my half brothers and sisters. Yeah, but we don't use yeah. the word "half" in yeah, our family. Right. We're family. We're yeah. we're family. Yeah. I'm their mother. I'm their mother, and their brothers it's the and same sisters. Same with my brother. Yeah. Yeah, and it, hang on, I have never had different boyfriends. I was married. Yeah. Had my children. I was married. Had my daughter, I was partnered, had my son. Yeah. I'm not some whore who goes around and sleeps around. Mm. And it's someone's business if they sleep around. So what? Mm. Is it their business who someone sleeps with? Mm. Why are they to commentate on who sleeps with who? Yeah. No one's business. For sure. So, you know, I love and look after my children. That's all that matters to me. And I really don't care. Yeah. But I couldn't give a fuck. Yeah. They call people names and... It's not like I went to some pub and met some bloke yeah. and slept with him. But, yeah, I will always say I'll stand up for what I believe in. I'll fight. I'll fight. If somebody's punching on with you, I'll fight with you. I'll never walk away and leave you. Yeah, yeah. I'll die defending you. But, yeah, I'm one to stand up and speak my mind. Like talking yeah. to somebody like you is great because you've lived the life. Mm. And seeing you kind of step out of that and now be who you are. Yeah. You should be very proud of yourself, for one. And um, it's really encouraging for me to see somebody like you because I watch a lot of your stuff on Instagram. Yep, yep. I laugh. Yeah, yeah. I sometimes <laughs> say he's a dickhead. Yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah. it's funny. It's great yeah. seeing you do great things and knowing that people would be burning inside to see you achieve yeah. is what makes me so proud to see someone like you do that it's funny because you come from that like the same the life that you yeah. know that you feed off that that burning thing. yeah because most you people know. wouldn't say that no because yeah but i say it yeah, how it is yeah. so i don't give a fuck yeah. about people's opinion but i think the same the people that are burning is the best the people that yeah. are burning are the ones keeping you alive yeah, 100%. because i know my haters are my greatest um um audience yeah. because they're the ones who want to see where you're going mm. and they're burning in their whole guts is burning seeing you achieve because they're thinking they want to see you fall yeah. they want to see you graze your knees yeah, yeah. they want to see you get up and rub them yeah. but they ain't going to see that because you're just moving forward yeah. 
Do you ever have that expectation of when people talk to you that it's like they want you to be sorry about everything? Yeah, they do. Yeah. And I'm, I, I don't feel that I owe anybody an apology. Yeah. Do you feel like that, that? That's the story of my life. I don't it's give like a fuck. All, yeah. And I'm really sorry yeah. to say that. Yeah. Like, um, but I'm not sorry. Yeah. What am I sorry for? Yeah. I lived a nice life. I married a lovely man. I got a beautiful, beautiful daughter out of that. He was the most amazing father to my other four ch three children. Yeah. He was the best man you could ever meet. Mm. He was so soft and gentle and loving to us. My kids have the best memories of him. Yeah, that's hectic. And and for me to be Why sorry, should you be sorry I'd that? be sorry that I was with Carl. Yeah, yeah. And I'm not sorry. Yeah. Why the fuck should I be sorry? I loved him with yeah. all my insides. I loved him with every piece of me. And my daughter is him in every way. Yeah. She eats like him. She walks like him. She behaves like him. You know, yeah. Um, yeah, and I'd be sorry for her. Yeah. And I'm not sorry. She's her and my children, my greatest achievement in my life, yeah. being a mother. So no, yeah, and 100%. you said it too. You're not sorry. I, why are we? Why I are we be sorry? sorry about my life? Why? Why? Yeah. We did that. We lived that life. Yeah. That's the past. Yeah. Leave it there. That's yeah. why it's and called the past. What we got from it, we got from it. Yeah, and like, we learnt from it. We learnt from it. Yeah. And I always say, let it be a lesson, not a loss. Mm. That's it's my greatest saying, saying yeah. to my children. Let it be a lesson, not a loss. You didn't lose from it. Mm -hmm. You learned a lesson. Yeah. Move forward with that lesson and learn from it. Yeah. You didn't lose anything. Because you're gaining, because you're learning from it. 100%. You know? So take it how you want it. Yeah. You know, people can hate me and I've got people who love me, but those haters, they sit in their miserable misery and you know what I say? They've got the worst skeletons in their closet and that's why they've got to pick on us yeah. because they don't want to look at their own shit they're done. So they tend to look at us. They commentate. Yeah, because they don't want to look at their own shit. Mm. Like, do they know who they're sleeping next to? Yeah. Are they sleeping next to a bloke who touches kids of a day? Yeah. They don't yeah, know. Yeah, you're right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's a pedophile. Yeah. I knew who I slept next to. Yeah. I knew that man. But you don't know who you're sleeping next to because mm. you're not with him every day. You don't talk to him and whatever. Mm. He comes home, goes to sleep. Probably doesn't even want to sleep with you. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah. That's half their lives. Yeah. I speak, most of my friends are blokes because I'm like a tomboy. Yeah. I talk to them. Their missus has fucked them off so badly mm. that I want to go home. You've always been like that, like a, a tomboy? Always been yeah. a tomboy. Yeah. My friends were all boys as friends. Yep. That's why I used to punch on in the streets mm. because all my friends were boys. Yeah. And my bestest friend, when I was a young kid, taught me, don't sleep with boys. They'll only use you. So I grew with that. Mm. So I was never a girl that slept around or took drugs or did that shit. Yeah. That, that was in the next era. So my sister's age did that, the, yeah. my sister up from me. Mm. So uh, boys were no interest to me. They were my mates. Yeah. So I hung with them, slept in the same bed as them, hung out of the day, punched on with them yeah. and got in trouble with them. Yeah. And, yeah, that was my life. But... Yeah, I can't sit and regret anything because you live in misery, yeah. don't you, when you regret? Yeah, 100%. It's just misery. Yeah. So you've got to move forward. And I love that. Everything, most, uh, nearly everything you said of that same mind state, why live in regret, why be sorry about things? Yeah. 
when people expect me to be sorry about the things I've done, who the fuck are you? Yeah. Who are you? But you can't be sorry because you can't change it. Yeah. If you're sorry and you can change it, then be sorry. But your past is there. You can't change it. Yeah. So don't be sorry. Move forward unless and be it's happy. A full, the way I say, unless it's a full putrid act, which is a specific list of things that in our world we know what putrid acts are. You know what I mean? But if, if you're not ticking those putrid acts, then you, what, you know what I mean? Mm. I don't care what we're the not touching public's. kids. Yeah, that and rapists. And yeah, shit like we're not that. doing shit like that's that. That's right. Yeah. Um, and that's the only thing that I look down at yeah. as the most disgusting, yeah. despicable thing anyone could ever do. Yeah. And their people. Like those people should be sorry. Yeah. And those and just those. People. But they're yeah. the ones who the judges let off. Yeah. yeah, yeah they're yeah, the sure. ones like you can touch kids, you can kill kids, mm. but you can't sell drugs. Mm. You can't bash people. You can't fight people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't defend yourself. Can't make a lot of money. Yeah, them but involved. pedophiles yeah. get their faces covered. Their names aren't allowed to be in the newspaper. Yeah. Their pictures aren't allowed to be in the paper. But yeah, a lot of protection, eh? But yeah, <laughs> they protect them because half of them are pedophiles. Yeah, hundred yeah, percent. And and they're not sorry because as soon as they get out of court, they do the same thing. Yeah. You know. We've probably touched on this already, but like. What are you excited about in the future? My daughter having another baby. Oh, yeah? <laughs> is, that, is that hints? Or I is want she... another child, <laughs> grandchild, <Yeah>. yes. <laughs> um, yeah, and just moving forward and hoping that my little boy one day can talk and yeah. say, Mum, I love you. Yeah, <laughs> That's my greatest dream in life is for him to say, I love you. Yeah. Um, and just being happy with my children and living a life, you know, with them and watching them grow and mm. having more grandchildren. And I said to my little grandson the other she night. She dropping that here now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Three um, times now. I, I said to my daughter, my grandson the other night, I said, um, I hope Nana's going to be at your 21st birthday and a couple of other things and he just giggles because he doesn't understand, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. And I say to him, are you going to bring your friends to Nana's house so she can cook for them and things like that, you know? Yeah. So that's my life. Like I have all the kids come to my house, all the naughty kids I love. Yeah. I try and look after them. I try and guide them. Mm. I know what it's like. Mm. You know, some social worker who's read out of a book hasn't lived the life we've lived. Yeah. You know, we can give them guidance. We can help them by letting them see we live the life mm -hmm. and we changed our life. Yeah. You know, we can help them by yeah, showing them that, you know, there is good. Yeah. You've had a shitty life, yeah, but try and change it a little bit. Yeah. Nice. Sounds like a beautiful life. You know, yeah, yeah. You. you just move forward. Yeah. All right, Roberta, thank you, eh? Thanks for coming on. No, thanks for having that. me. Thanks, thank thanks. Thank you, eh? Thanks. Nice to meet you. You too. Hey.